Welcome to the Kidney Trail Podcast. I am your delighted host, Anthony Reed. It is a delight to be here with each and every one of you, whether it's in the morning, at noon, at night, maybe you're on your lunch break on third shift, who knows where you're at, but we are delighted to be with you today and we are grateful for you allowing us this opportunity to be able to speak to you and to be able to have enlightening conversation. And today we're going to have exactly that. It's very interesting to me that when you're working in one field as we do with the kidney related diseases and things that you find different people along the way that maybe they haven't had as much experience in the renal field or maybe they have none at all, but they have something that I believe can be very valuable to each and every one of you, whether you're a patient, whether you are a medical professional, whether you are a, a just anybody that doesn't really know about dialysis, you're just living life normally. Wherever you're at, I believe this can be good for you. So we are excited to get to today's show. And before we get to today's show, we will be um, turning it over so we can hear a word from our sponsor. This show has been sponsored by the Kidney Trail Press. Welcome back. It's good to be back here with each and every one of you. And we're excited, too, because on every month from here on out until we uh, we either run out of guests, guests or run out of steam, one or the other, and I don't think we're going to run out of either, um, we're going to be starting to highlight different people along the way that has found success and have come through some uh, challenging times in their life, wherever it may be. It could be in business. It could be in, in life. It could be a challenge. It could be anything. And we are very excited because we do have a very special guest with us today. And before we get to introduce him, I'm really excited because there is a very special backstory to how him and I met. And actually, as we were getting into the interview, him and I actually met back uh, probably quite a few years ago. I think it was 2011, 2010. So we are grateful to have him here. Please welcome Tim Jackson. How are you doing, Tim? Doing great. Doing great. That's good. It's good. It's good for you to be here. Thanks for coming on board. I appreciate you spending your time today to be here with each and every one of us and being here with me and then with our guest. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. <laughs> so when I when I think about um, I, Tim and I've known each other since about 2011, and it, it's a very interesting story how we both met. Um, I was in. I had just recently acquired a new job at a at a wholesale or a big box store and I started at the big box store I started in one department and next thing I know um, I was there for how long was I there Tim uh, you were what you were with me for what four days I believe four days four days just long enough to kind of learn it and then they were like hey let's let's get this guy somewhere else he's too good to be around Tim let's get him away <laughs> I don't think it was that uh, the way I understand ladies and gentlemen what ended up happening is uh, he had worked in a different department, which I had a little bit experience in, but I didn't have a, a great amount of experience in. And another department that n needed the experience that I had really needed somebody badly. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, they were pretty, yeah, they pretty were, far, pretty far down. Yes, they <laughs> were down to maybe two people in two, the department. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when the store manager came to me. He said, Anthony, have they moved you to such and such department yet? I said, no. He goes, hang on. He walks back into the office, talks to somebody and says, okay, after lunch, you go to that department and I'll let Tim know what's going on. 
that was very, very interesting for both of us. And I always wanted to come back when I started working with Tim. I, I felt something, it, it was, you, something was different about him than most of the other people I worked around because I could tell that he was somebody that loved to learn, but somebody that had a wealth of knowledge behind him. And that's something that I enjoy is learning from people that have that knowledge that can help me along the way, wherever I'm at. And so, you know, not having that opportunity to work for Tim, yeah, it got me in the department I wanted, but I didn't get to work with Tim as I wanted to, too. I had two things I wanted to do, and I could only do one of them. So that was interesting. And we didn't see each other because it wasn't long after that you ended up getting promoted, didn't you yes. not? Yes, it was, it was uh, I think that May I got promoted, like Memorial Day. Um, I started at the new place, and it was a faster pace, and... I remember um, I equated to watching a NASCAR race. <laughs> there were cars just flying by me. I had no <laughs> idea what to do. I was in a different department. But um, I remember you always saying, man, we're going to work together again one day in the future. So um, now you can just give me the lotto numbers and we'll be set from that point <laughs> forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And, and it was funny, too, because I think it was about three or four years later, you ended up coming back to the store mm -hmm. Uh, that we worked at, and I was on my way out. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and then I said, I said again, Tim, we're going to work together one day. We're going to we're going to work together. Um, as long as the creek don't rise, we will. And that was 2014, 15, mm -hmm. something like that. And now it's 2021. Hey, and we're working together. <laughs> and we're working together. And, and I will tell you how this all happened is. Tim had put out a social media post and him and I follow each other in different social media platforms. And he said, anybody out there that would like to learn from this program that I've built, message me and let me know. And I looked at the time of the message and it had been posted for three hours. And to me, I'm thinking everybody should be hungry for knowledge. And I messaged him saying, I hope it's not too late or something of that nature that Hey, I would like to help along at least kind of get a little information about this program. Um, you know, is, is there a slot available? And you messaged me back. Yes, yeah. there is. It's like, oh, cool. Now <laughs> I get to work with him. <laughs> so, Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about that program you started? You started teaching us with, or actually, let's go. Let's let's first start back um, at that at that store and a little bit about your journey from the store all the way to where you're at now. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I started, um, at a store in Harrisonburg, Harrisonburg, um, when I first got promoted and I was there a few years and was able to learn a lot. And some of what I was able to learn through from that store and through personal experience, um, I was able to take notes. <laughs> I had time to think about what I was doing and just kind of write down, you know, where I was that way I could always get back there. Um, then I was doing well there and they said, Hey Tim, we have opportunity for you to move closer to home. So they moved me to another store a little bit closer to home. And again, there, um, learning, growing, worked with a great team, but some things happened there that kind of changed my mindset. And it took me to a little bit lower place, a little bit lower place. And it made me question where I was, um, worked there for a few years and there was a change there that led me back to the Waynesboro store. And at the Waynesboro store, I was there. I think you maybe had what, two days, maybe two to three days. <laughs> Something and like that. You, you were headed out. 
But um, that opportunity was set up, so to speak, for me to, to find the rest of myself. Um, I'd learned so much over the years. I'd taken so many notes, and I knew the things that I enjoyed doing. But with family, I was missing them. So my, my career was going well, but I was missing my family. It was so much time involved. And I, I kept saying, it's got to be better. It's got to be better. Um, so I was able to take those notes and those experiences and uh, some of the bad that happened motivated me. Some of the good that happened pushed me the rest of the way. And uh, I formulated this program uh, from experiences. I started to you know, read a little bit more. And I noticed that the books that I was reading was doing exactly what I was doing. <laughs> they just happened to write a book. <laughs> And um, once I got those notes down and put them in an order that I felt like would help others, I started to test it on family, friends, and I could see some results. And it finally, ultimately led me to where I was ready to post. And you answered the post. <laughs> I did. Now, didn't you try this on your kids? I, I did try it on my kids. And um, with, with my kids, I remember telling you guys this story, my, with my kids, they saw me as dad, so they didn't. They didn't. They weren't <laughs> buying it. This is a trick, is what the way they felt like it was a trick, and it um, it didn't go so well with them. So I did have questions about it working on other people. <laughs> but what was great, and I'm, I'm sure we'll get to this point in the story, was the I was able to see you guys grow in a program that I thought would take 90 days, actually took two weeks. So that was really special to see that, wow, this, just putting this together and watching someone else, you know, do it, man, it's a life changer. And not just for me, but for you guys. And um, where it started was with a mindset. So Built for This was a mindset that I developed. And what I was telling you about a dark time is um, I remember I, I was off one day and there was a meeting of my peers. And something that was said in the meeting was my people used to own people like Tim. So first it hurt me and upset me, but then it motivated me because I thought to myself, no matter what I do, I'm never going to get the full respect that I want. And I'm looking at success based on what someone else is offering me. And that's just not acceptable. Right, right. And I can understand that. That would be quite devastating when somebody says that. Um, and, you know, the one thing is that I think both of us can say when you're in a job or a situation like that, a lot of times you feel like you're stuck. You, you feel like you're stuck in that situation. You know, you've got bills to pay. You've got this to do. You've got that to do. You've got all sorts of things that that it seems like to take that step out it's harder to do it, right? It I definitely mean, <laughs> is, definitely is. And, and that's where the motivation kicked in it, it, because I knew that that was better. I, I felt, I knew that, and, you know, I had a strong faith. I had strong faith base. And I knew that I was created to be more than what I was at the time. And I knew that I was created to, I'm a people person. So I enjoy watching other people um, excel and do well. And I can cheer them on and support them just, just as well as, if I was in the lead. So I wanted to study and learn everything about leadership. I wanted to know what it was like to be a good leader, what was considered a, you know, a skillful leader. And I changed the way I look at success. It, it was no longer what other people told me success was. It was what I felt. So 
some people, it's just a struggle to wake up in the morning. So if you wake up and get out of bed, that's your success. Yeah, definitely. And I can attest to that. And, and I think my mind goes to, you know, this is a renal or a kidney podcast for patients, dialysis yeah. patients, renal patients, even a transplant patient. Sometimes it, that's if they get up in the morning and ladies and gentlemen, I'm not just talking about talking at you. It's something that I've experienced myself. But if we wake up in the morning, that to me sometimes is a success. Now, sometimes some days are a struggle. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, and outside of that, there, there are times that I was going to work and, and it's like right around the corner. It hits you that you're going to work and immediately, you know, your, your attitude changes, you know, the way your body feels changes. So anything that you're facing that is a struggle in life, you're going to have that. So if you don't have the right mindset going into it, it can be damaging. It can cause dark times. But, man, I'm telling you, when you know, when you know that you know that you know, um, you attack it in a whole different way. You do. You do. And, and I can tell you, uh, you know, we started with the program. Um, and, and, Tim, the program, what is it called? Uh, built for this. Built, built for, for this. this. We just we just decided to call it built for this. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of a lot of good ways that can be used. Definitely. And one of the things that quote has really meant to me, I quote your business, it's not a quote, it's your business, is when I think of built for this, especially during our times, and we'll get to this a little bit later, that each of us were built for this. You helped me unlock some of that by doing this program. When we did this program, it was, it really opened up a whole new world for me and gave me more confidence in what I do, more confidence in, in sitting behind the microphone, more confidence in writing our blogs, more confidence in even just every day-to-day living. And, and the way it started, the way that whole program works, how does that program work with what you're doing? Yeah, so what we do first is we, we track where we are. Um, a lot of people live day-to-day, and we do just enough to get through the day. We're in survival mode most of the time. Well, we want to get you to that strive mode. We want to get you to where you're trying to reach out for something and stretching and growing. So we want to check everything that you do for the day, and we monitor how much time you're putting into every project that you're doing um, because the big thing is, hey, I don't have enough time for this. <laughs> so we, we, we strip that away day one. Um, we go back and we monitor where your time is going, what's your, where your gaps are. And then from that point, we set some guidelines that change your life and you never would have thought. I mean, just setting a time to wake up in the morning, setting a time to go to bed. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to do that every day, which we found out. <laughs> we did. But, but, but just, just knowing how many hours you have in a day to do the work that you need to do was, was, a, was a breakthrough for you guys. It, it was, it was. And, and the thing is, uh, I will say, I'm glad I found the program now. I'm glad I found what you're doing now. Uh, it would have been beneficial to me back in the day, especially during dialysis. Cause it, when you're in dialysis, you get, I think it's, if you're doing in center, it's 12 hours a week that you're just mm-hmm. sitting in a chair, right? 12 to 15 hours a week, 16 hours, depending on what's going on. And a lot of times you feel rushed getting your stuff done. You you know you got to go in dialysis a certain time, and you know you get off a certain time, and that's lag time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But to actually create a schedule where you can be successful as a renal patient, and, and when we're talking about success, ladies and gentlemen, we're not just talking about success in business. We're talking being, being successful in your health, being successful in your fitness, in your mental state, in your spiritual state, in, in, in your every day-to-day living. 
And the the way we started this really helped me get a, a good schedule going along so that I have my time to wake up. Do I do it? I, well, most of the time. Uh, I've, I've messed up a couple of times, but generally get right back on track. You know, I've, I've got an exercise routine now. I've got a um, routine to read because one of the things you encourage is we yep, need to read reading. daily. Yes. Uh, feed our mental mind or our mental garden, but keep but no seeds in. So it really helps. I think it can help anybody in that time. Yes, definitely. And the biggest thing for me was the time thinking, um, just spending time quiet time, just thinking about your day, what you're going to do the next day, plan out your day and envision it. Because if you can't see it for yourself, there's no way that anybody else is going to be able to see it to help you along the way or, you know, guide you in the right direction. So spending time in your vision was huge. And, you know, that is one thing that I can say, spending time in your vision, it it is a game changer. It is a life changer. It's a lifestyle changer. Uh, when you think about where you want to be, you know, like I said, whatever stage of life you're in, you know, it really has helped. And, and I think about this to our audience. I'd like to say that, you know, if you are that patient, um, it, a good time to, to use that could be when you're sitting in that chair doing your dialysis because there's not much else to do. <laughs> and, 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 you know, the thing is, I've experienced it. I remember sitting in what I did. Uh, during that time as I started utilizing my time wisely, instead of sitting there and playing games on my phone, which I did and different things, I started to listen to motivational speakers and, and start to read things. I even did school. I did some uh, classes while I was sitting in dialysis trying to utilize my time wisely because I wanted to be more beneficial. But I also set that time aside to plan for the future. Yes. And that's kind of where kidney trails kind of got started too, was in the chair saw a need and started thinking it out. So, and it, it can go for, you know, if you're, you're in the medical field right now, the medical field is, it's crazy right now. There's a lot of things going on. Many people, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to get into all that, but you can still take the time amongst all your, all the things that are going on to, to sit down and see where you want your life to go. Yes, the, the time was there. The time has always been there. We just don't recognize it because life has a funny way of taking control of you. And right. you find yourself going down a path and you don't even realize it until you're there. But taking that time to think breeds creativity. And that creativity would take you to a place like you wouldn't have imagined. Um, you, you know yourself, once you come with one idea, well, that breeds another idea. Which breeds another, and the next thing you know, you, you know, you've got your plan for the next year. And when you have a plan for the year that you can work towards a goal for the year, man, that is a game changer because all we have to do now is just break it down into bite-sized portions, and we'll be there at the end of the year. Right, right. Now, in, in building this program, and in, in, in whether it's been the learning time you had to get to where you're at, why don't you tell our audience or explain to our audience what was your greatest failure? And I'm going somewhere with this. So okay, okay. Um, <laughs> what was your greatest failure? My greatest failure was letting myself get in the way. And what I mean by that is I had all the information. I, I wrote it down. I lived it. I had the proof of it. But yet and still, I hesitated on sharing it with anyone else. Um, I knew that there were people that could use it. 
but I thought about things like uh, my, the way my voice sounds, or <laughs> do I have enough information, that kind of thing. And I, and I hesitated on it, and I felt like, man, if I could have just shared this with somebody long ago, where would they be now? If I had known this in high school, where would I be? Um, but I got to the point where, you know, I live my life a certain way to be an example where I don't have to talk as much, that somebody will hopefully look at me and notice um, the type of person that I am and see the example in me. And I felt like I didn't do that during that time because I was holding on to it. I was being selfish for lack of a better term. Right. And that's something that can be devastating to a lot of yes. people. And and it was, it was paralyzing for me because I lost, I could imagine 10 years, 10 years of just holding on to this where this could have been out there and I could have been living in my purpose, but for whatever reason, it was just imposter syndrome. I'm looking at myself and thinking that this isn't for me. This is someone else. Maybe if I wrote this down <laughs> and give it to Anthony, he can do it, but I can't do it. And, and it was just devastating for me. So having the opportunity now, it's like a second chance. And I feel like, hey, now I have to empty the tank. Yeah. And one thing is life rarely gives you a second chance to Definitely. do what you're supposed to do. Definitely. It, but the thing is, you're talking to somebody else that had a second chance as well, because I had this idea to do what I do in 2014. And then in 2018, I remember getting in front of an audience of probably about 250, 300 people and said, look for new things coming from me soon. Right. Nothing ever came to fruition. It Same just here. it just stayed stagnant. And then 2020, the pandemic hit. I had speaking engagements. I had like nine or ten speaking engagements all across the nation I was supposed to go to. And then they were canceled. And it's like, okay, I got to do something about this. I got to get the story out there. So then that's when I started. So I can definitely relate to that specific thing. But my question to you on that. Mm -hmm. Do you consider it a failure or do you consider it a lesson learned? Definitely a lesson learned. Um, I stopped counting failures a long time ago because <laughs> uh, if it's not a lesson learned and I take it as a failure, then it, it's going to set me back. Right. So when I change my outlook on what success is, I change my outlook on what failure is. Right. So right. There's, there's no failure. It's just a lesson learned and you move on, but you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Yeah. And I would say this to the, the renal patients, those that face kidney failure, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I would, I mean, it, that's what they say in the medical field. It's kidney failure in stage renal disease. I like what one individual said. He said it wasn't in stage renal disease. It's a new stage, a new stage of life. And mm -hmm. I thought that was ab absolutely fabulous. And if people look at it that way, uh, the, everything can change for them. So th that to me is amazing to take it instead of looking at it as a failure. And I know some people say it fell faster. That's great. Go ahead and learn the lesson now. Don't learn Definitely. it later. <laughs> learn it now. So, you know, take those failures, turn them to lessons learned, and I believe they can be successful. And hard times make good times look that much better. So, you know, you have enough hard times, man, when something good happens, you hold on to it. So definitely take it as a lesson and just get prepared for what's coming. Exactly. And when you talk about the good times, um, I got a cup of coffee here. I used to not could drink coffee. <laughs> it makes it look that much better. Tastes that much better. Maybe it's a pumpkin spice. I don't know. <laughs> so when you think about that, um, what is your greatest success up to this point in your life? Okay. I would say my greatest success hasn't happened yet. So that gives me something to look forward to each day. Um, 
other than that, man, it's just the growth that I see in myself and, and being able to see it after all these years, you know, to kind of look back and say, wow, you know, I had so many opportunities um, just because, you know, I followed a certain path. Um, path wasn't always easy, but man, I had opportunities all throughout. Like I had a great childhood. Um, I, I had a great career. Um, almost said the name. I had a great career, but um, man, it's just the opportunities have always been there. There's so many avenues that I could go. Like it, it created, it created um, kind of a jack of all trades and a master of none. But man, that's beautiful because there's no avenue that I can't go. I have so many opportunities available. Exactly, and and I would say that that is your greatest success up to this point. Definitely, you know, um, you know, I hopefully you know, my greatest success will be mentioned, you know, at, at the celebration of life years, 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 years down the road. I'm not looking towards that right Definitely, now, yes. <laughs> but yes. you know, it, it, it's just up to this point. I think that's phenomenal. Learn from that. Yes. Um, I definitely, uh, to our audience that's listening, take this stuff. If you take this stuff that Tim is talking about and apply it to your life, I can't reiterate it enough that it will help you tremendously wherever you're at. So when we talk about success, one of the things, Tim, that I, I get from you is that you've studied success. Definitely. And, you know, for me, I had some very, some people that I studied, you know, Zig Ziglar, Les mm -hmm. Brown, Napoleon Hill, Jim Rohn, um, Eric Thomas, mm -hmm. uh, so many different ones that are in the speaking industry. Who did you learn from? Who was your mentors in that? The, the, the biggest change for me came 2017. A friend of mine took me to see Eric Thomas. And while we were there, it was him, uh, Jeremy Anderson, Inky Johnson, and uh, David Shands. So um, we're sitting there, and they're talking. And, and, man, I just came away from that so fired up because they made me feel like I could do anything when I came out of there. And that's when I got back into writing and started reading a little bit more. And, and I have the opportunity now to actually train with one of them. So um, I'm learning from them almost on a daily basis. And, you know, just to be able to see that, hey, greatness can happen to anyone, um, effort counts, attitude counts, it, it let me know that I was on the right track. Because up until that point, I felt like at times nice guys do finish last. Um, you, you could see it, like, I worked with management teams <laughs> that where the nice guys were getting walked out the door, and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, learning that nice guys can win and learning that you have to deep, dig deep inside of yourself and, and find that positivity in, in every aspect of life. I mean, I remember I had to listen to Eric Thomas or um, Les Brown every morning before work and then at lunch. And then after work, so I listen to them, you know, to just to get me into work sometimes. And, you know, like I said, before I got to work, then at lunch, sometimes after, just to get in the right mindset. And what I found out that, you know, as, as they taught me, um, it, it, a confidence came along with it. Right. And then some of the things that they were telling me, I was able to tell other people. So it, it began to spread like, like a fire. And... I wanted to learn more, so more quotes. I, I would write down quotes and stick it on, on my desk, um, on the board on my wall, and 
Um, I would, you know, keep notes for myself so that throughout the day I could get back in the right mindset. You know, right. have have an angry customer, <laughs> go back to my office, and there's there's a, a quote sitting on my wall, and that helped out tremendously. Yeah, what was one of those quotes that helped you during that time by whoever? The the one that helped me the most was actually from the Bible. So um, Galatians six and nine, and this is uh, do not grow weary in doing good, for in due season you will reap if you faint not. And man, I, I wrote that down daily. I looked at it every day <laughs> because I knew that, you know, if you just keep doing good, if you keep planting the right seeds, you know, something's going to grow from it. Right, right. And, and you know, a, a lot of things that, that, you know, as far as we take quotes from different things, I go to the Bible quite a bit as well. And, you know, one of my favorite is where there is no vision, the people perish. Yes. And, you know, it goes in my life of wherever we're at. Yeah. I, we got to have a vision. Definitely, definitely, <laughs> it, definitely. It, it, to me, you had to have a vision for where you were going. So you took that quote mm-hmm. and utilized it in your vision, which has helped you grow, obviously, to where you're at today. <laughs> yes. And I had to put it in everything I did. Um, it had to become a lifestyle. It had to be, you know, no matter how you treated me, I'm going to treat you with kindness and love. And that, in turn, created something in me where, you know, bad days didn't happen this often. You right. know, I was able to flush them for the most part. And when they did, you know, again, once I got back to see the quote or to see something I wrote down or a picture of my kids and my family, you know, those things would change my day. Yeah. Now, uh, when we're talking about quotes, a lot of times you, you mentioned the Bible mm-hmm. and Galatians. I mean, far as books. Yes. What is your favorite book? So recently, I say recently, but this year I read the book uh, Atomic Habits. Okay. And it kind of concreted some of the things that I was doing in my own life. And, and I remember reading it. I, I'm, I mess up a book, man. If I get a book and I start reading it, I'm highlighting, I'm making notes in it. And so much of it I, in that book I wrote, this is me. This is me. That's what I wrote throughout the whole book. It's just <laughs> highlighted and this is me, this is me. And um, one of the things that he had in there, and he said, with the same habits, you'll end up with the same results. I was like, oh. That's me. That's me. <laughs> and, and the other was um, that, you know, success w- was in the product of daily habits. So he said that your, your out, if your outcomes are lagging or lagging outcomes are a measure of lagging habits, um, your, your net worth is a measurement of lagging um, financial habit. Your, your weight is a measurement of lacking eating, a lack of eating habits. And your knowledge is a lack of learning habits. And then your clutter is a lack of cleaning habits. So you get you get the result that you repeat. Right. So that's why what we're doing with Built for This in teaching you new habits and not necessarily wiping out everything. It's not like a diet plan for your mind. This is this is something that takes <laughs> your life where you are. And we pinpoint the things that you want to keep. We pinpoint the things that you can get rid of, and we create effective habits and effective routines so that at the end of the day, you don't have to worry about your results. If you do these steps, you get the results that you desire. Well, that's amazing. That's phenomenal. And, and that's the one thing. Uh, one thing you encourage in your program is reading. Yes. And, and there's a certain amount of pages that yes. you recommend I guess uh, I don't want to say a freebie, but maybe everybody can take a little <laughs> bit of freebie to this lesson. 
what is the recommend? Who do you recommend far as reading? How many pages a day do you ten, recommend? Ten reading? pages, ten pages, and and you can do that between two different books if you want to. So you're you're doing ten pages of something for personal development, and maybe ten pages in an in, in your industry. Um, those ten pages, you read them. I want you to think on them or meditate on them, and I want you to envision that working in your life. So when you're able to apply what you read, you get success. Just reading it is not going to help you. Right. You know, I can go to <laughs> to any restaurant and I can read the menu, but that's not going to help me. I need some substance. <laughs> and that's what this is. It's, you know, the, everything is so fast nowadays. I mean, you've got all that information in, in your hand, but we don't have time to sit down and process it. And that's what we did with the program. We, we knew that the information was there. We just needed the time to process it. And what we find out is that it's not me teaching you in your industry because you had the information already. You knew exactly what to do. It was just taking time to write it down, get it on paper, and see it, see how it works in your life. That's amazing. And, and I, 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 it's, once again, to our audience, you know, is that I started reading the 10 pages a day. Now, this is interesting. I was a reader back when I was younger. I stayed a reader. But I haven't been, I wasn't as faithful as a reader. And that's kind of odd because I own a publishing company and I write a blog. So I wasn't reading as much. But since I started that and I started the 10 pages, even if, even ladies and gentlemen, even if you just start 10 pages a day and yep. take the advice of Tim out of everything you do, if you, out of everything that we said, they take 10 pages a day, it mm -hmm. can change, start to change your life. It will. And I have finished um, close to, let's see, one, uh, three books mm -hmm. since I started the program, which is about a month, month and a half. Yes. Finished three books. One I had been sitting on my shelf for close to a year and a half, two years that I'd pick up, I'd read a few pages and then put it down and never get it up again. Mm -hmm. But by doing those 10 pages, what it did for me is it, it got me engaged. Yes. I didn't have to eat the whole pie that night. I ate a bite or two and was able to think on that throughout the next day and then I'd come home and you know my reading schedule's changed a little bit but that's okay but I was excited to read it and since then I've read three books getting ready to start on another one yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and trust me even being a publisher sometimes we're, we're looking we're reading so much more because you know for us for me I'm reading blogs every day mm -hmm. um, editing all these different things so I am reading but a lot of that I'm not retaining that knowledge because I'm trying to perfect it for for our audience for my audience and let them our readers my readers so they can read good material <laughs> yes but even with that, I've started to read my blogs a lot more, not just what I've written, um, but my authors and our guest authors reading what they wrote, because within their stories, there is great lessons to be learned, things that can help in life. So that's wonderful. So ladies and gentlemen, 10 pages. <laughs> 10 pages. <laughs> it, and with me, so this year, doing the 10 pages, um, I'm going into my 12th or 13th book. And wow. before that, I could tell you the last 10 years, I don't know if I had 12 <laughs> or 13 books. So that was something that um, I established late last year with, with, with COVID. I was like, you know what? I need to sit down and start reading and, and applying. But man, it, like you said, it's, it's a game changer to sit there and think about it, to write down the words, um, to envision what you're doing and how it can help you. It, it just kind of sets the course for you. And it makes you creative because then your journaling time uh, when you're writing down your notes for the day, um, becomes w way more powerful because you have some substance to it. 
Definitely, definitely. And um, I, I would say this. Um, what is it they say? Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the quote that um, knowledge is power. But when it comes to books, and I, I've used this a lot, knowledge is not power unless action is taken. Mm-hmm. If you, you can have the best book on your shelf, okay, and you can say knowledge is power, knowledge is power, and you haven't read it, mm-hmm. it ain't doing diddly for you. <laughs> it's Definitely. doing nothing. It's just like having a full tank of gas and no keys, man. You're not going <laughs> anywhere. You're just going to be sitting there. So knowledge <laughs> is a key, but you, action turns that key, and then you can yep. open the door to a world of success and, and uh, things of unknown. Yes. Uh, wonderful, wonderful things. So as we begin to wrap up today's show, one thing I want to know, what would you challenge the audience to do? Wow, that's a good one. That's a very good question. The, the one thing I would say is I challenge your mindset. I challenge your, your perspective of what success is. I want you to, I would want people to look at it every day. What is success for me today? Because if you start to stack wins, it changes your entire outlook on life. You don't have to look 10 years down the road all the time. Just look for today. Just right. find a win today. And if you start winning every day, man, it, that's that's a powerful habit in itself. Right. And I would say to those that may be on dialysis, a win could be, as we said originally, waking up. But it also could be you have treatment that day. You got off that machine. Count that as a win. It, it, you know, you had no issues. Count that as a win, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, I did it. You know, every day I was one day closer to whatever goal that I had. Every day that I got off that machine, I counted it as a win. Um, if you're if you're transplanted, if, you know, everything looks good, everything's working well, count it as a win that day. Say, hey, look, everything worked good. I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do that, you know. It really, I think that can really help. And yes. um, I would agree with him on that challenge. I might not be doing that to myself. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and think of it this way. When, when you look at your adversities in life, your adversity, adversities create something in you that no one else has. It's unique to you. Now, all you have to do is just use that as a fuel to, to drive you the rest of the way. You know, take those bad things, listen to them, write them down. And, you know, how do you feel about them? But then you use that as motivation to, to that it never will happen again. You know, that you're going to do everything in your power <laughs> to not <laughs> let that happen again. Definitely, definitely. I think there's there's so much into this. Uh, and, and Tim, have you launched this program yet? It, it, it will be launching in, uh, officially launching in about a week. Okay. Um, in about a week. But I am doing... Um, pre like pre-sale I guess you'd say a wait list right um and there's some people reaching out so I want to keep the class at um 10 at a time I would say five to ten at a time because man I'm I'm personally involved in this right so the way this works is um for for two weeks we're we're talking almost daily we're talking daily and I'm going to guide you step by step through the process of learning it after the two weeks then we're talking every other day basically um, I want to see how you take the habits to create routines. And then from that routine, we're going to build what's called a rhythm for your life. Right. And that's where you're no longer thinking about what you have to do today because you're living what you have to do today. You don't have to think about, oh, I have to read today. 
you know you have to read and you're looking forward to it exactly and, and that's the that's the part where you become most effective in your life because we don't just look at you know growth from a career standpoint we we have personal things in there it's spending time with a loved one um that's that's a real big part of the program that you're you're in the first week um, setting time aside to work in your gifts like all of those things are super important and a concentrated focus on one at a time is, is going to just change your life it, that's amazing and we're excited and we're, i'm excited when this launches now we're recording this october the 15th yes. friday afternoon mm -hmm. so by the time this podcast comes out it may be it may be already launched yes yeah. so where can they find more information about built for this okay the best place to find it so the there's going to be a website we, we're going to launch the website but the best way to get information is reach out to me personally because i want to talk to you i want to get to know you i want to know where you are and where you want to be because it's really important for me to know that and uh, that i'm not just giving you fluff so to speak right so you reach out to me tim jackson on facebook or if you go to instagram it's uh, i'm blessed i'm underscore blessed underscore bro <laughs> and um or reach out to me tim jackson on linkedin and i will set up a meeting to talk to you one-on-one -on -one so you get to know me because we are spending so much time together and you get to know the program right but definitely reach out to me personally and and we'll go from there definitely and to or up to my audience to our audience i i highly recommend that to reach out to him and get your spot scheduled because it can be a life changer for you well tim i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to spend with us and spend with my audience and um any last words you want to say well first and foremost thanks for having me um this was this was awesome and like I said, we're working together again, so that's good. <laughs> um, and, and the other thing is I, I want to encourage everybody to, you know, just give all you got. You know, don't leave anything on the table. Don't hold back. You, you are more than enough. You have everything inside of you that you need to be successful. And let, let's just go. Let's go. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I appreciate your time here, Tim. And ladies and gentlemen, as always, be encouraged. Be because let me tell you something, be encouraged on your journey because you're one step closer to the next peak. This has been a production of the KT Broadcasting Network.